Hey everyone, welcome back to Yossi Schmidt Show. Today we have the great Jeff Dornick back on for the third time. Jeff, please reintroduce yourself to the audience. Oh yeah, no, th thanks for having me back on. Like I was telling you before before we came on, it's always a blast talking to you. I appreciate you invite inviting me back on. Uh, for people that aren't uh, familiar with me, uh, I host a, I host a show. We've been going twice a week now. It's called the Jeff Dornick Show. We air on uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays at ten o'clock Pacific time. Usually go an hour and a half, couple two hours, maybe each episode, multiple guests. It's 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 always a fun show. Um, I'm the co-founder of Freedom First Network, which is a conservative political podcast network. I have about 12, 15 shows or something like that on there. We got everybody from Ann Vandersteel to two mics with Dr. Michael Scheuer and Colonel Mike, J.D. Rucker, Bob and Eric Save America, Matt Couch, the whole deal. So we got a great, great lineup over there. And then I'm also the uh, the founder and the CEO of a new social media platform that we're going to be launching. I believe I was just talking with my tech team in the next uh, three to five weeks. We're going to be launching it. And so it's called Pickaxe. It's going to be a constitutionally protected free speech social media platform. Um, and I'm sure we'll, we'll dive into that a, a bit today, but, uh, you guys can sign up for that at pickaxe.com. You guys can be the first people on the platform once we launch. So. Wow. 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 So let's dive right into pickaxe. Yeah. Today. Um, again, for the audience, I'm not recording the, releasing the podcast the day of the recording. Uh, but today is Monday, February 12th. I tweeted a response, as my audience knows, I am a Orthodox Jew, and thus I take the Hamas, Gaza, Palestine, Israel war very deeply to heart. Jeremy Corbyn, or Corbyn, Corbyn actually, I think his name is, tweeted that, how can you not demand for a ceasefire, blah, 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 and I responded to him, or posted, again, it, I don't know what they call it nowadays. I'm still going to call it tweeted. Um, and I responded, how can you defend these animals? October 7th, there's no defense for it. They stormed a music festival and they murdered 1,200 people in cold blood and they filmed it. And I don't remember the exact wording of the tweet. And X gave me a quick uh, notification which I thought Elon promised would disappear, that most people don't, don't respond like this. And I took a screenshot of it, I tweeted it, and Elon, yes, there will be an X review, and I'm not holding back. But that's besides the point. That is not free speech. First of all, I didn't call for violence, I just asked how can people stand by violence. It's a, <laughs> I didn't say anything like that. So pickaxe will not do such a thing, right? Correct. Yeah. So so it, it's it's interesting. I'll talk about X first, then I'll, I'll transition over, over to pickaxe because because it is important to understand that Elon has made it very clear that you you're basically technically allowed to say whatever whatever you want as long as long as it's legal tech on a technical basis. But that doesn't mean that they're not going to try to guide you in a particular way so that so that way it it's uh it's not it's not actually free speech and, and here here's what i mean by that so so one of the things one of the things that they're doing in their algorithms is, is they're trying to make it to where 
it's it the people who really succeed on Twitter or on X, whatever the heck you want to call it these days. Uh, the people that succeed are these kind of milk toast, middle of the road. They don't offend anybody, or they equally offend both sides. Uh, you know, typically, if you if you look at the trending feed, it's usually people that are kind of like poking holes at both sides to a certain degree. Uh, they kind of do clickbaity type type posts, things like that, in order to get a lot of engagement. They hijack the system. But if if you're deemed too far conservative, too far progressive, or too far in in having a very strong stance on a particular issue, they'll begin to weed you out of the algorithms. And what one of the things that I'm really concerned about is they're kind of they're kind of forcing everybody to become very. If you want to succeed on X. You have to become very milk toast. You don't take a strong position on anything. And I think bringing that back to what you're talking about here, like what, 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 and I, and I can theorize about, about the main reason why, why they had that pop up, uh, you know, for, for your post specifically is, is they're probably claiming, oh, well, yes, you know, you're dehumanizing Hamas. You're dehumanizing these people. It's like, okay, but they're acting like animals. It's like the same thing when, when Donald Trump talked about MS 13 and called them a bunch of animals. Uh, and, and all of a sudden the left just went out of control. Oh my gosh, how can you dehumanize these, these Mexican people? Even if they're criminals, they're still people. And it's like, no, they're, they're animals. It, the reason you're saying that is because it, they're, it's below the standard of human morality. And so when you're saying that, you're saying, like, look, the way that we're supposed to be is we're supposed to not be animals where we have no morality and we kill kill because we want to or whatever kind of rational decision making or lack thereof the animals make. We're supposed to be human beings that have a higher that have higher morality than animals uh, and, and stop basically stop acting like animals. But the problem is, is that what, what they're trying to do is they're trying to make your posts very milquetoast, non-controversial, don't offend anybody. And I think that they realize that there is a very loud progressive left that is very pro Hamas, very, and they'll defend them to the umpteenth degree. And, you know, a lot of that is because of their, their wacky beliefs when it comes to colonialism and critical race theory and the whole deal, which again, we, we could, we could dive into, but they're trying to toe the line to where to where they are pandering to the fringe elements of the progressive left because they are terrified of them taking away their advertising dollars, which we've already seen them do. And when Elon hires a World Economic Forum CEO basically to run his to run his platform, of course they're they're going to be going down this route. Maybe they're not doing overt censorship, but they are doing some very subversive tactics in order to force us to self censor if we want to thrive on the platform. So when Linda Yagarino, whatever her name is, I, yeah. I am probably not even pronouncing it right, no offense, says we are talking about lawful but awful posts will be self-censored, will be hidden from the public. You're going to have to go search for the public. That's not free speech. Not at all. Well, and, and also and also think about this. And this this is where, you know, I've been I've been I've been diving in the last couple of weeks into our terms of service for for how we're going to be having things on on pickaxe and and all those things we're dealing with attorneys to make sure everything's totally on the up and up. How does this fit in with the Constitution and Supreme Court decisions and, and, the, and the whole deal? So but the, the thing for me is that as long as long as it's legal, as long as it's lawful. Like I can 100% disagree with what somebody says, and they can say some pretty some some pretty horrific, mean, even hateful things. But I'm not I'm not going to downplay them in the algorithms. I'm not going to mess with them. I'm not I'm not going to censor them. And, and the main reason is because number one, I I believe in the Constitution. I believe in 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 your right to free speech, and and that goes all the way back to the founding of this country, where where the King of England 
pre-revolutionary war was doing different tactics and using his military and, and occupation here in the colonies in, in order to silence particular speech, take away the freedom of the press, which the freedom of the press technically wasn't. You're going to have a bunch of big corporations that, that, that are you know relaying the news. What it was is that you as an individual had the right to go down to your local printing press, write out your grievances against the government printed on uh, on the printing press and and deliver all of the, all of those pieces of paper to different people in the town square without restriction of the government that's what the freedom of the press is but we've kind of you know re redefined what that is these days but but i think i think that the really important thing here is that we have to understand that that not only is it just a free speech issue and a constitution issue but this is also this is how you actually overcome all of these things. So if you believe that somebody's way off base, you believe that somebody's hateful, you believe that somebody's wrong, maybe they're spreading disinformation, the way to fix it is not with silencing them or erasing them from existence. The way to silence it and the way to fix it is to overcome what they're saying with something more true than what they're saying. That's how you win an argument. That's And that's not only how you win an argument on a one-on-one -on -one basis. That's how you change minds. And, and I think that the, re the reality is we look at how polarized our country is right now. A lot of it, I would argue, goes back to this big tech censorship because what it's doing is it's forcing everybody into their own little algorithmic bubbles where we only preach to the choir. We only talk to people that we agree with because we've kind of been pushed off into these separate sections into where we're only finding agreement with each other. No, we need to be challenged. We need we need to find people that where we have disagreements and actually talk through them, discuss them. But I feel like a lot of people have lost the art of debate. They've lost the art of arguing even to where nobody is able to do it without just you know, flipping out, getting super upset, getting angry, taking the ball and going home. And then we get nowhere. We need this kind of rational discussion and debate. And so like with, with, with your post where you basically, you know, uh, you know, equated uh, um, Hamas to animals, it's like, okay, why did you say that? What the, what they what people should do if they disagree with you is they should say you know what Yossi I totally disagree with you and here's why A B C and D and then you could say well I disagree with your perspective because of this background this information and and this perspective and this is how you have a rational discussion and debate but what's happening is when they, when they make it difficult for people to even find your content they suppress it they silence it the censorship they take away this ability to have this rational debate and conversation which is what we need more than anything today and they're going to claim oh we're the platform of free speech you're not the platform of, of free speech if you're taking away our ability to debate issues honestly and rationally a hundred percent now you said that we're being forced into echo chambers yep so i would love to actually pick on that because there are a bunch of alternative social media platforms already gab getter cloud hub parlor is making a good comeback i wish elise rose best of luck but all these alternative social media platforms are are just echo chambers no liberals are really joining yep so you could, it's preaching to the choir, free speech, free speech, free speech, Second Amendment, Second Amendment, Second Amendment. It's just preaching to the choir. Thank you. I mean, we all agree with you. So why would, what's the gain of another alternative social media platform? Will it be another echo chamber? Yeah, it's it, it's a really good question. I, I've I've been I've been thinking through this a lot and and talking with with multiple different people that have kind of kind of been advising me and specifically about about this one particular issue. And 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 the thing that the thing that I've come to this realization 
that we're launching pickaxe at the at the perfect time. If you look at the vast majority of these of these other social media platforms that have popped up, Getter, Gab, uh, you know, Truth Social, Parler, Clout Hub, the the whole deal. The vast majority of them launched right around the time where there was overt censorship, where people were getting deplatformed. They were getting kicked off of the big tech social media platforms. They had nowhere else to go. So then what happened is you had all these different social media pop platforms pop up. And what they did is, is they rushed to market. Uh, a, a lot of times, you know, they, they would they would use kind of white label type, uh, you know, frameworks, use that in order to build out the platform, kind of take a lot of shortcuts, get out there really quick. I mean, you know, True Social did that, Getter, you know, they, they all kind of did that to a certain degree. And what they ended up doing is they, they just became kind of not as good knockoffs of Twitter, Facebook, all these other platforms. Uh, you know, and pe but people were willing to go there because guess what? They had nowhere else to go. Like when I got kicked off of Twitter, I had nowhere else to go. I mean, Facebook won't take me. Twitter wouldn't take me. Spotify kicked us off of their podcasting platform for a, for a period of time. And so I like, okay, cool. The best options right now are Gab and Getter, True Social, Cloud Hub. So I went on all of them, right? Well, with Pickaxe, we're not launching in the midst of overt censorship in the sense of like, Elon opened up Twitter, so everybody's back on there. So I'm not getting all the Twitter rejects. Like, and to me, that's a really good thing because the, because if people are going to be coming onto our platform, they're coming onto Pickaxe because they're being enticed to because of the features that we're offering, not because they have nowhere else to go. Because the business model of Getter, CloudHub, Gab, True Social, all these other platforms was we're going to have a home for all these people that they got kicked off. Well, then what happens when one of the platforms? X, Elon Musk says, oh yeah, you guys can all come back on the platform. They all flee all the alternatives. They go all go back to X and now everybody's on there. And then they use Getter and Gab and True Social as, as either their backup account where they post things in case they get kicked off again, or like in True Social's you know, perspective, they're there to hear what Donald Trump has to say. And so that's really the, the, the entire business model of these other platforms. What I'm looking at is how can I create something not just where we're going to be a cheap knockoff, not just where we're going to be the home of the rejects that get kicked off and all of that? How can we actually entice people to want to leave, to want to make Pickaxe their primary hub for social media? Sure, they'll still post on X. Sure, they'll still post on these other platforms. But we're going to be enticing people based upon based upon the based upon the features, and I, we can kind of dive into that here a, a little bit with with some of the stuff that I can reveal about what we're going to be doing. Um, but but that's really my my focus there. So when when we're looking at what would be enticing people over to where we don't have an echo chamber, well, a we're we're not just going to be all the conservatives that are getting kicked off of social media, but also b I'm intentionally going to multiple different industries outside of politics in order to bring people in because uh, because I want a diverse opinion. And what we're going to be actually be doing is as we get different pockets of, uh, and groups of people from different industries and different perspectives, we're going to be getting advertisers that are going to be geared specifically to, to each of those different industries. So that way, everybody is able to access uh, that both from a creator standpoint uh, on, on our revenue share model, but then also when, when, it, when it comes to the, the viewers and, and things like that to where – it's like if you're if you're somebody on the progressive left, you don't want a my pillow promo uh, a promotion. You don't want it, you don't you, like you don't you're not going to buy Mike Lindell's product if you're on the left. It's just the way that that today's society is, right? But so we're going to be finding different advertisers that fit with different people. It's not just going to be a little conservative bubble hub echo chamber and and things like that. So so that's really how how we're going to be doing it and and I truly believe that our our features that we're going to be incorporating into the platform will entice people from all different walks of life, different differing perspectives, different industries 
into into our platform and as we roll out more features and more features and more features i'm looking at not just how can we copycat big tech but how can we one up them so if we're going to offer a feature it's going to be something that is going to be superior to what somebody else is offering so you said that maybe you could give some sneak peeks of what's going on at pickaxe i would appreciate it and i'm sure my audience would appreciate it if you can give whatever you can offer Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And so, so I, I won't go into all the, all the details, but basically if, at launch, and we're going to be launching again in the next, in the next, like probably three to five weeks, four to six weeks, so somewhere right there in that, in that range, it's going to be a hybrid between, between X and Substack at launch into where you'll have the ability to write articles. The articles will be directly built into the platform. You know, what, one of the, one of the ways that, that, uh, that X is actually censoring, uh, especially conservatives, but everybody in general is they downplay, they downplay outbound links. And so if you write, if you're, if you're a blogger, you write articles, you post videos on a rumble, you do all those, all those different kinds of things. What, uh, you know, what ends up happening is you post your article or your Substack, it gets pushed down in the algorithms. They want you posting only content that's actually on the platform. So one of the things that we're doing is, is we're finding a couple different, uh, interesting ways in order to monetize, which we'll be making an announcement in that probably in the next, you know, three or four weeks, uh, about our monetization uh, opportunities for content creators. But what we're doing is we're we're building it into the platform to where you're able to post articles. Uh, you know, if if you have a show, you can post you can actually Im embed your show directly in the into the article, and then you you would post it on there. That that way, you know, not only can your post trend, you know, your individual, you know, like a, like a tweet kind of a thing, but also your articles. We'll have a, we'll have trending articles on there. We'll be able to find different ways of being able to promote it, things along those lines within our own little ecosystem. But then the really cool thing is is just like Substack, you'd be able to put some stuff behind a paywall if you if you chose to. You'd be able to have so, some stuff for free, but then also we're gonna have monetization opportunities and, and strategies for content creators to where whether you're putting something behind a paywall or you have it or you're putting stuff out there for free you're going to be able to monetize your content that you that you're putting out there through our revenue share program uh that's going to be unique that nobody else is really doing and we're going to be announcing that probably in the next uh sometime within the next month i think is, is the strategy right here can't wait to share that can't wait to see that getting very excited i'm really looking forward to pickaxe i hope to get on there as soon as you let me oh yeah and of course there will be a pickaxe review because that's what i do i look forward to it and uh no questions to hold back in terms of services privacy policy everything um i think you know how my reviews work i don't know if yep. you've read them but i think you've known again we're friends Oh yeah. Full disclosure, everyone, we're friends. <laughs> but really looking forward. And so the question is next, how do you stop Amazon Web Services or Big Tech from taking you down? Uh, we don't use Amazon Web Services, so that it, it's 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 an it's an easy solution. You know, I, f I found alternative ways in order to do that. I, you know, you know, so we're not, we're not you're not using AWS. For, for servers so that way I don't have to play by their rules I, we're not going to be going down the same route that, that happened to parlor and you know completely destroyed them uh we're not going to be in the app store which means I don't have to play by app by Apple's rules I don't have to I don't have to play by Google's rules uh you know if, if you notice all all the social media platforms that are in the app stores are censoring uh you know true social they're censoring cloud hub is censoring uh, uh, you know, if, if Getter is censoring, they, they are all censoring because they have to, if they're going to have their apps in the app store. So I'm like, well, screw it. 
we're not going to have the apps in the app store. We're going to be a completely web-based social media platform that's extremely, extremely mobile-friendly, very slick, very easy to use, all, all of that. Uh, maybe down the road, uh, there, there's a few different backdoor ways that we could actually uh, be able to, you know, get, get allow people to download apps. Maybe we'll do, maybe we'll develop something down the road. Uh, but for right now, because like if you look at if you look at Truth Social, Trump Trump's social media platform, what 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 they did, because their entire business model is predicated upon the True Social app. That's the that's their primary push is is the app is the app base, right? So what they what they actually did is they actually contracted with a Silicon Valley artificial intelligence company in order to do all of their content moderation. And, we, and we've been seeing the effects of that, where especially when it comes to medical freedom issues, COVID vaccine issues, uh, the COVID jabs, the whole deal, there's been a lot of censorship. I was just talking with Foster Colson the other day, uh, the founder of the wellness company, and he and he was telling me that that his doctors that are part of the wellness company are are getting censored in a very extreme way on both X and on Truth Social because of their content moderation, uh, you know, policies and rules and all of that. And so, uh, you know, he's really excited for for Pickaxe as well because he's like, there's there's a really big opportunity for the medical freedom uh, crowd to actually be able to you know get the truth out there without being shadow banned without being censored without having ai mess mess with your post because because you're posting you know too much about the covid jabs or different things like that and so so i i think when when we're looking at it from from that perspective i'm looking at how do i get all of the big tech companies or at least as many as i possibly can especially in the beginning how do I get them out of our platform to where they don't have a they don't have a say at all? And so, you know, it's like, you know, th there's a handful of 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 companies that, that you kind of have to con that you have to work through right now through different APIs and different things like that. But I'm I'm in the process of right now of look, if I can't find a good alternative, we're just going to build it at some point. And so, you know, like, you know, take take PayPal, for example, or Stripe or one of those. It's like, OK, cool. Maybe you have to use some of them in the very beginning. That's fine. We'll do what we can, but I'm definitely not playing by any censorship rules, definitely not playing by anything like that. And get and guess what? In the meantime, while while we're building out the platform, maybe we'll just build an alternative. I don't know. Maybe we'll have an alternative to the PayPal at some point. But the reality of it is, is that I'm looking at how do we provide solutions to all of these problems? If I if I can't find a company that will that will actually deal with things from a free speech perspective, maybe at some point I just might build it. That would, that's amazing to hear. That's great. Um, but that begs the question, what is your business strategy? How do you make money? Yeah. So, so our, 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 our monetization strategy, we're going to have, we're gonna have different, different, several different uh, income streams and, and income generation and things like that. We're, we're going to, we're going to be working with, uh, with several different brands. Uh, we're, we're in talks with the, with the wellness company. We're going to have them on uh, you know, doing advertising. We're going to do a lot of marketing and promotion uh, revenue shares with content creators, things like that uh, with them. We're also developing some, some of our own brands and some of our, some of our own products uh, that we're going to, that we're going to use our platform in order, in order to promote. So instead, instead, of advertising for you know third party people where you know that they could they could cancel us they could say look we're gonna we're gonna take away our you know our advertising dollars from your platform because you allow x y and z it's like well what if we just kind of controlled our own advertising what if we had our own products what if we had our own companies what if, what if we started developing that i can guarantee you 100 percent i'm never going to cancel myself so uh so i think i think we're i think we'd, we'd be pretty safe that way so you know, so I know, you know, we're going to announce some of those brands and companies here here in the coming weeks as we get closer to launch. But the really cool thing is that is that not only are we going to have basically an uncancelable uh, ad network, but then also those brands and companies that we develop, 
we're going to have interesting revenue share models and and op and monetization opportunities for content creators that will be built into the platform uh where where you're where you guys that that are actually approved content creators will be able to generate money based upon the sales and and the and the and the money that's generated by these pickaxe owned companies and so it's going to be an interesting model uh and and so yeah again I'll get into a lot more specifics uh, as we get closer to launch but it's 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 definitely interesting it's a lot it's a lot of moving parts but i i think that this is this is definitely the route to go and here looking forward can't wait do you have any closing statements? Yeah, well, I, I just I I think that especially as we're heading into this this election cycle and just all the craziness that's going on in the world, I, we really need to focus on the issues. Uh, and 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 it's it's really interesting because I've I've been following I've been, I, I always tell everybody I've been a Trump guy since 2012. Uh, I wish that he ran instead of Mitt Romney uh, all the all the way back then. But uh, you know, I've I've been very I've been very open and very uh, positive towards Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s uh, you know campaign, and it's really interesting because as I've been, I've gone to a couple of events with him, I've uh, been invited to a fundraiser up in Burbank, and, and hearing him speak, and he's like the thing that he's like the thing that I'm focused on is what actually unifies the country. And it's it's about the issues. It's not about the personalities. It's not about who said what and who's done this and who what your background is. Like, what are the issues that we agree upon? Right? There's lots of that we disagree on. What do we agree upon? And then look, we we could start off with look, we agree on X, Y, and Z. Here's where we disagree on. Now we can actually debate these actual issues that we disagree on. But let's start with what do we agree upon? And I and I think in general, it's really interesting. In general, if you if you were to talk to the everyday American. The vast majority of Americans at their base, at their core level, are actually conservatives when it applies to them. They believe in their own free speech. They believe in their in their in their own personal property rights. They believe in their right to defend themselves. They may not believe that you have those rights, but they believe that they themselves do. And so when you put it in that perspective, you can begin to find common ground, even with leftists, even with Democrats, even with people that disagree with you. You can be find you can begin to find those common grounds, but focus more on the issues not the personalities because as soon as you bring up donald trump guess what happens their wall goes up they're not going to hear you they're not going to listen to a word that you say because they're going to look at it through the prism of i hate donald trump which means i hate every single thing that he says i'm saying focus on the issues foremost and almost exclusively because then we'll be able to get people to come around to our perspectives and that's where platforms like pickaxe are really going to come around is that I really want to do everything that I can to help people that are focusing on these issues be able to get their message out there, and maybe we can start to have a rational debate and conversation and discussion over some of these things that we disagree upon, but make it about the issues, not about which party is aligned with this idea or which candidate is pushing this perspective. I don't care about all that. I want to start changing people's minds through actually rational, logical conversations and debate. And so that's really where pickaxe is going to come in. But it's going to take a it's going to take a lot of intentionality on all of our parts as well to not make everything about Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. Because I, I, I don't care about that. What I care about is what do you believe about the role of the government? What do you believe about your own responsibility? What do you believe about the Constitution? What do you believe about lo about local politics? What do you believe about about your faith, about about, you know, what, what your beliefs are, what your worldview is? That's more what I care about than which political candidate you're behind, because that's just going to divide us constantly uh, to, to no end. So that's really where I think pickaxe is going to have a place here is because we're going to have open and honest discussions and debates and we're going to foster that kind of mentality. I think that we'll be able to have a lot more uh, arguments and debates 
without the divisive uh, kind of hateful uh, rhetoric that we're seeing on a lot of these other uh, social media platforms. So it, it's going to be really interesting. It's going to be a wild ride for sure. Wow. Thank you again, Jeff, for coming on the show. Everyone, remember transparency is key. Hold everyone accountable and free speech matters most. See you next time. Only good things.